Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and John Marson. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. So, yeah, let's talk about some TV we've been watching, and it's been a while. Um, uh, did anyone watch any Christmas telly? I know it was a while back now, but. Uh, not that I recall. No. <laughs> there wasn't much, to be honest. I don't think there was much that we missed the only Christmas TV I watched was Charlie Brooker. Uh, I watched his 2014 wipe, which was pretty hilarious because it's my chance to catch up on a year's years worth of news that I paid (laughs) no attention to whatsoever and then laugh at how silly it all was. Um, But what I, what I did think was even better though, was uh, the uh, black mirror white Christmas Christmas special that he did. So Claire, she was my wife. She's British. I like her. And I'm your wife, in fact. Claire found out I was involved and took what you might call a dim view. She blocked me. You ever been blocked? I've had enough, Matthew. It's done. Stop. Not this Stop. time. Drives you crazy. Once they hit that button, that's it. You're locked out. End of conversation. You can't hear or speak to them. They can't hear or speak to you. Every time you look at them, there's just this anonymous shape. Did anyone catch this? Not yet. So no spoilers. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it, it, uh, notably, it starred John Hamm. Yeah. And uh, normally, Black Mirror is like three one-hour episodes, each one kind of... Uh, focusing on a particularly uh, close to home technological innovation, perhaps. Uh, it's like they've uh, taken the headline from the Daily Mail and made it into a one hour drama. Yeah. Mobile phones <laughs> will eat your brain. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah, kind of. Except Black Mirror, the Black Mirrors that I watched anyway, they were really, really good. Respect yeah. to Brooker for putting them together. They're really good. Yeah, well, what this one is, is it was like a one one and a half hour uh, one-off. Um, but what it managed to do was kind of include more than one idea. So, but it all wrapped up and came to a brilliant conclusion that kind of made it all fit together sort of thing. So, okay. 
it was it was a very efficient way of doing another season of Black Mirror, um, and it had a real like hefty weight, emotional weight to it as well. Um, re- really good, similar kind of themes to before, like you know technology a bit out of control. But oh my god, that could happen like that maybe. But you know, oh god, I hope it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Gonna have to watch it now. They wait until you yeah, put it's, your it's, Google implant in your head, mate, and then then the machines will take over. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really really enjoyed it, and I would urge you to check it out along along with the rest of Black Mirror. Um, it's a very good show. Yeah, I was just trying to find. Was it called White, White Christmas? Christmas? It is called White Christmas. It? it is called White Christmas. It's also got Rafe Spall in it. Who? Oh? And Rafe Spall. Rafe? Rafe. Yeah, he's been in a few uh, bits and pieces before. Okay. He was in Life of Pi. Okay. Uh, Prometheus. He's a jobbing actor. Yeah. Trying to think of the thing that I actually remember him in. He was in a. Trying to think of the thing. Good. The thing. The Shadow Line, was that the TV show I'm thinking of? Yeah, with Christopher Eccleston and Chiwetel Ejiofor, yeah. And he was playing a bit of a psycho drugs boss. Okay. Uh, bit of a psycho. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another one to look out for. Cool. Um, cool. So, yeah, that was my Christmas TV, basically. Uh, what have you guys been watching since we last spoke? I watched some Banshee. Times have not changed. We are still being raped and plundered by the white man like we have been for 500 years. What exactly is it you think we're going to celebrate? You left, Chayton. I'm in charge. I understand. Do you? I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you either. But that's how we do it. Unless you see another way, Chayton. You could just step down. Would you? Season three. Season three. It's been good so far. Um, they've kind of made it even more violent, surprisingly, which is a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a, bit of a turn off for the books. I thought. That's a, I didn't. I didn't think there was much further they could go with it, but um, they're finding ways every episode to uh, push the bar on the level of violence. Yeah, there was a rather unfortunate grenade accident in the first episode, and uh, I think something terrible happened to uh, one of the main characters' throats in the last yeah, one. Yeah, have you seen that uh, yet? Or, yeah. <laughs> I have, yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was incredibly brutal and uh, so yeah. unrealistic at the same time, but it just kind of... It's comic... Yeah, it's comic book violence, isn't it? As we've sort of said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there was a lorry incident as well. There's a fascination <laughs> the with violence and, and lorries in, in this show as well. Fat man under the wheels. It was terrible. Oh, spoiler. It was so spoiler, like... I'm sorry, everyone. It was like something out of Preacher, wasn't it? Yeah, like, he just, like he just, just so he just gross. Like the guy could hardly... So like, is, it, is it more of the same as it was in the first series or have they... They made it more stylized in a way, I think. Right, okay. Yeah, it's definitely like the way it's edited. You get like little flash forwards of uh, in the middle of a scene and um, 
yeah, the, some of the stuff in season two was great. There was this one where they were outside, uh, like in this farmhouse, and they were all crawling through the yeah, corn. That's and amazing. It, they've really gone to town There's with no it. dialogue I, that whole I, episode. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. Crazy town. I actually got a retweet off the showrunner, I think, because I did a little tweet about yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're never going to convince you, Ian, but uh, well, it, I mean, it's, that, it's that great fun. That episode has convinced me to maybe give it a look when hell freezes over. I know, I don't know. I, eventually, I'll give it another look. It's it's difficult to... Uh, the lo- the longer these things run for, the, the, the more difficult it is to catch up. But uh, one thing I did catch up on was uh, the newsroom. You were aware these were stolen documents? Yes. And you asked your source to steal some more? Yes. You even taught him how to do it? Yeah. Well, here's what you've done. You've committed espionage. You violated Title 18, Section 793. Aside from the Espionage Act, you can and will be charged with violating the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, as well as federal statutes that punish the theft or retention of stolen... I mean, I know these guys get legal training. How how does this happen? Isn't this the very first thing they're taught not to do? Isn't there a sign hanging somewhere, like a choking hazard sign? Don't ask sources to steal things for you! Title 18, 641, Title 18, 793-E, 81030A, and you violated the USA Patriot Act. It seems like the US government has an awful lot of laws protecting itself from its citizens. Oh, well, that's one way of looking at it. It's a stupid way, but is the DOD aware of this yet? No, but if we were to run the story, which we obviously won't, we'd pick up the phone and find someone at BCD to talk to on a Saturday. Once we did that. It would take about 10 seconds for BCD to alert the Defense Department, and the FBI would show up here in an hour, and they would take you in for questioning and not let you go until you revealed your source. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because we're not going to run the story. We are going to run the story, and I will avail myself of the protection the First Amendment gives me when it comes to revealing the source. Nor any other amendment protects you when you conspire to commit treason. Don't run the story, and you don't have to call BCD. Don't call BCD, and nobody knows you have the documents. Don't ever make contact with your source again. A truth that matters can't stay hidden, and it's no more complicated than that. It's a lot more complicated than that, and I decide what goes on the air. So, in point of fact, we'll be doing exactly what Rebecca just said, which is to say nothing. Well, after your, you put it so high up in your top five, mm-hmm. I thought... I thought, well, it's definitely worth me catching up on this. I had previously watched the first season, all of it. Um, But yeah, I watched, I caught up, I watched all of season two straight into season three, which was quite a lot truncated from previous seasons. But my God, they really knocked it out of the park. The first one, I think, was got a lot of criticism for being a bit, uh, well, if we'd have, if I'd have written the news it would have gone this way you know usually uh, normally from news people that gave that fucking criticism so yeah it was, it was a lot was well press complaining about the portrayal of media in the tv show yeah Hell yeah there was a lot of that right so yeah true true um but um season two had like a proper kind of arc of its own uh I don't know. Was was it actually a real event? It well, no, it was not a real event, wasn't it? That was the whole point. But yeah. oh, I don't want to spoil anything. No, it wasn't. I mean, uh, they they did they do cover real events because they're a new show. Yeah. But the event of which you speak, as far as I'm aware, was not a real event. Although something similar did happen, but it's not this thing or that. Thing. Yeah. Well, just to clarify but, for the risk, for the listeners and for me, um, when you say not a real event, do you mean it didn't occur in the show? Or do you mean it's... <laughs> you, no, then... it's... There's, 
in season two there is uh, like a how can I like a conspiracy thing happens um, and an event that happens in a faraway land and somebody leaks it or reveals it and they get the evidence that it happened and the event that they say happened didn't happen but similar things have happened so right. I think that particular event was based on stuff that people have said but it, it it wasn't actually a real thing however in the news because it's a show about news they have covered a variety of stories including including the boston bombings um and other stuff that's the only one i can think of at the moment but they especially in the first two seasons where they weren't trying to get a whole load of story done they would cover i think they covered katrina didn't they or something uh they did the whole uh wall street uh the what was it called? Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, that was covered. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was season two, wasn't it? Um, it's all it's all like stuff from the last few years. Yeah. Um, but is that where you're learning your news off now, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, it, but what a much better world it is—the world written by Aaron Sorkin, um, <laughs> or what a more sanctimonious uh, world it might be. Any, any um, world that has Olivia Munn saying "Go fuck yourself" to her boss is it's a beautiful world, isn't it? And acting like a complete geek. Yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> she's quite a moment special. Of reflection. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, she's very easy on the eye. But I yeah, think the also, real she's uh, a great actress as well, or actor, whatever the fucking stupid politically correct term is at the moment. Yeah, but as much as it is about the news, it's also about relationships and stuff, big time, isn't yeah, it? I mean, there's, there's certainly one like, or two relationship threads in that show that are just dull as fuck, but. There are other ones that are more interesting. Well, there's one that they sort of tease throughout the entire run that eventually has a payoff of sorts, but not really. Um, but yeah, the main one with um, uh, your main man, Jeff Daniels' character and Mackenzie, uh, I thought that was all quite good. And their whole yeah. wedding in the prison. Oh, and that episode in the prison. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, Jesus. Like goosebumps just thinking that, about it. That's that crazy. had a twist in it that blew my mind. It, it blew mine uh, as well. And I sat there and cried freely. And my wife said, "Why are you crying?" At? And I, I'm not going to tell you. You should have been watching. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was like it was it was really really good. So yeah, John, if you're uh, if you're bored of things to watch, then I'd definitely check it out. It's a, it's free season. You can probably just watch that, watch that episode and still get the same from it. Yeah, probably, yeah. Okay. I think it helps if you know a little bit more about him, though, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. You might get a bit more out of it. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like two and a, it's only really like two and a half seasons. Are there really? any little seasons? Are there any 10 episodes or Like eight 10. Seasons? The yeah. last one was six. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was good. Um, a really snappy dialogue as well. That's why I really love it. It is, although I, one thing I will say is that after you've listened to an Aaron Sorkin's dialogue for so long it's almost like all the characters are just the same character and they're just saying all the same things and yeah uh, but that's okay. all right because people a lot of the time people are like that especially if you work with people that are doing that you will pick up their rhythms and try and outdo them with shit yeah true frequently <laughs> cool so we've been well, I've watched, I've called up on the newsroom and Ian had already watched it all. So do you want to talk about something you've watched then, John? Um, what have I been watching? Uh, Justified? When you do the job as long as you do, sometimes it just doesn't go your way and the bullet finds you. I'm like that. 
afraid to give him cause to put a hole through my head. I know you can do this. Say it damn well better. If I were to come into a good song, would you come away with me? How much money are you coming into? A whole lot of money. You think he's got any reason to suspect you? Are you saying that I'm in danger? I just want back in, boy. You need to pull yourself together and do the job. It's all coming to an end. Don't you see how it's going to play out? Only the truth will set you free. I think you've been watching that as well, Rob, right? I have. I've been watching all of it. All the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, final season. Um, oh, is this, this and, the last one? I hadn't realised. Yeah, it's the final outing of Raylan Givens and so, and, and on all those guys. Um, yeah, I think they've just decided that, that, that they've that they've had enough, really, and that it's kind of played out. They've, they've t- yeah, it's played out. Yeah, um, as and that's maybe why they were they're being a little bit merciless with certain characters in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I thought was quite shocking. Uh, but won't say who or what. But it was a shame. But so, do you reckon? Do you reckon Ava's going to make it through to the end of the season? Or nah. no, I reckon she's going to die, and I think there's going to be a shootout between. Rayland and um, who's our main bad boy uh, from the Shield? Oh, uh, Boyd Crowder. Boyd Crowder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played by um, Walton Walton Goggins. Uh, Goggins, who I'm, sh- I swear he's, I- I'm not one to talk, but his hairline is just getting further and further back. It's getting hilarious. I'm just glad that he's male in this in this one. <laughs> it's a bit disconcerting mm. him as a female after watching him in the Shield and. Yeah, and uh, Sons of Anarchy as the lovely Venus. Yeah, Venus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so twisted. Um, but yeah, I, I've got to say, I was watching this show, and uh, um, Matt, my housemate, he said uh, it, he wondered if, like, if if Breaking Bad hadn't been around, that Justified might have got a bit more of a look in, because it's such a cool show. I mean, it's 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 got a, it's got that same kind of. Uh, sort of ultra violence but also kind of funny and a bit quirky and weird as well like yeah similar yeah. to what breaking bad had in a way um it's definitely got its own humor got, you know its own sort of sense of humor which yeah a lot of shows don't have uh, a charismatic anti-hero yeah uh, who could who could carry entire episodes as well as uh and in some cases more than uh our main hero uh, Raylan Givens, you know, who can be a bit of a cipher at times. Really, he's he he downplays it so much. Um, but no, it's cool. I'm, I, uh, you know, I, I, f- I would say I don't know if I'm going to be sad to see it go. I enjoy it, but I enjoy it when it's on. But I don't really ever miss it, sort of thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's you um, well, when I heard it was it was back again, I was yeah, you know, sort of oh, mildly excited to watch it again, but. Just because it's something that I can watch more than anything, and I know that I'll, I'll find it decent enough. Yeah, it's pretty solid TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, what I found really solid, and another show that I caught up on over Christmas is Broadchurch. A criminal trial is an unpredictable process. It's not just down to me. It's on everyone in this room. My whole life because of you. You never lie. Lies get exposed in court. You're fine there. None of us have got anything left to lie. My old life was gone. 
I made so many mistakes and I need to put something right. I completely concede again. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah. I, <clears throat> I watched I watched the first season in uh, in a day and a half. I think it was. We were travelling to a family thing, and I watched it in the car. Um, and Jesus, <laughs> have you watched any of season two, Rob? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm up to date. I've been watching it as it's and been on. Given that it is quite a difficult show to discuss without giving away spoilers, how are you finding season two? Well, uh, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, you can't really talk about specifics. I will say David Tennant is great. Took me a little while to get used to his full-on Scottish accent um, after seeing other things with him in. Um, it, it was almost undecipherable, but once you kind of got your head around it, it it's fine. I'm sure they must have subtitles in the States. Um, no, they've, but, they've got their own version in the States called Grace Point. Which died a death, Point. I heard. Did it? I thought they... They've done the first. They've done a whole season of it, though, haven't they? Yeah, but it was cancelled. What? Uh, I think everyone was like, "We'll just watch the original one instead because it's better." Yeah. Okay. Jesus. I'm because that. that's shocking. That had Mrs. White yeah. in it, didn't it? It did, but uh, it didn't have um, what's Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, who is, <laughs> despite me forgetting her name for a second there. Uh, I'm a real big fan of. She's so good in everything I've seen her in. Um, no, they, she always... they had a ten. They had a ten episode run, but it wasn't. It wouldn't yeah. be renewed, so it wouldn't end up like the, the killing or whatever it was that's got like fourteen seasons in the states and they've dragged out the initial premise. Oh, that may have been a lie. Um... <laughs> but um, no, Olivia Coleman. She her performance in Broadchurch is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, yes, I mean it, I can't say why, but no, it, it's it, what I really liked about the first season was everybody felt like they were real people, except maybe Tennant. But yeah, I mean he had enough. He wasn't just a supercock. <laughs> super he certainly wasn't a supercock super or a chicken of any kind. Well, he's the like worst cop in Britain, isn't yeah, he? Like I mean, that's. But even though he was flawed, he was kind of likable, um, and he had he was trying his best. He wasn't just a drunk who was trying to, who stumbled across the resolution and stuff. He, I thought he was, he, he was okay. He certainly had some touch, some yeah. human touches to him. Um, yeah, some humanity in him. And I think the 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 sort of chemistry between him and Olivia Coleman's character is just brilliant because yeah. she's sort of like when she's like, no. You know, fuck off! I'm not doing it, and just do and it. all this, and just do it, Miller. Just do it, do it, Miller. You know, I'm your superior. You know, it's brilliant. Um, and yeah, season two's gone in a kind of interesting direction because it's basically. Are you going to talk about this without spoiling anything? <laughs> well, it's a court case, isn't it? And it, yeah. and it's going to run for the whole but, season. No, well, the court case is part of it, but there's other stuff going on. And it's the backstory, and it's the prequel revisiting the prequel to the first season or like mm, the case to something that the was thing that was in the first season it's not necessarily yeah something that well it was continually mentioned yeah yeah, yeah. because it was all yeah. about his reputation and yes the, in yeah. the first season and this is him sort of trying to find some redemption from that <laughs> at the same time dealing with the fallout of what happened in season there's one there's been a so. lot of backlash on the internet because everybody's a solicitor in the English uh, or the 
British legal system. So we all understand it very well. But there's been a lot of backlash <laughs> about the court scenes in season two just being completely unrealistic. And there was some, uh, I really? something somewhere... <clears throat> That's not like how it is in other TV shows that I've seen. Yes. I know in CSI and stuff like that, and it's all... That's how it is, man. Um, but I, I read something somewhere that remind, that just wanted to remind people, it's fucking TV. It's supposed to yeah. be entertaining for an hour, not listening to 45 minutes of legal arguments before somebody actually says something that's interesting. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just, uh, again, the whiny internet. Have you been... Have you been... Have you watched any of Broadchurch, John? I watched um, like four episodes. Um, oh right, okay. Well, why did you Why did you stop? Other stuff come along, or yeah, and also it was just really bleak, and I wasn't really in the mood for bleak. Yeah, at the doesn't, time doesn't really get any better. No, I can imagine. <laughs> it's, no, it starts bleak and just goes down from there. Mm. <laughs> Although I do think there's some comedy. Uh, Elements in their relationship, the the two cops, basically. I I, yeah, I think they. It's not slapstick, though, is it? Not really. No, it's not in the slightest. Cloud in the dark, stormy sky. They're not like carrying yeah. around a big pane of glass at some point or anything like that. <laughs> and the murderer cycles through it. No, yeah. none of that stuff. No, nothing like that. But uh, yeah, it d- did remind me a bit of those sort of uh, Scandinavian uh, yes. misery yeah. shows. Uh, it was. It was very. But, Scandi noir, definitely. But it was good enough to get a US remake that failed. So that only had one season. <laughs> oh, those US they remakes! They did the whole first season. They're usually such good quality. Yeah. Did you check it out at all? Did you watch it? I watched the first one, uh, and it was kind of, if I remember correctly, the for some of it, it was a bit different, and I thought, oh, oh, this is going to be good. Because it's mostly the same thing, but it's not shot for shot remake. And then it started becoming a shot for shot remake, and I thought I've watched this already. As much as I love, as much as I love Anna Gunn and some of the other actors that were involved in it, I just why would I watch it all again if it's just the same? Which is the same reason I didn't watch the U.S. Killing and the uh, U.S. Bridge. I know the U.S. Bridge was slightly different, and there was a French English bridge that was slightly different. but you know, once you've watched them, you don't. Do you really need to watch it in a different language? Don't no, I think you should just you should just choose one and and ch- you like choose your your, your language your flavor, flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and go and Is roll that with F-L-A-V-A? it. L A V A. Okay, right. Yeah, um, another kind of fairly miserable show that I caught up with over Christmas was uh, The Missing. Nothing. What? fingerprints of the family, bien sûr. But the room is clean. Oh, there must be something. Well, it's, I think, perhaps too clean. Like somebody who's covering their tracks, a very professional job. A basement like this, left undisturbed, would have prints that traced back to maybe 15 or even 20 years ago. All we have is the picture your son drew on the wall. It's strange to leave that behind, no? Perhaps they didn't realise your son did it. Oh, yeah, uh, that's really bloody miserable. Is that the one with, yeah. what's his face, James Nesbitt, John Nesbitt, whatever it is? Yeah. Isn't this about... Jimmy Nesbitt. Isn't this like a dramatisation of the Maddie McCann thing? 
Essentially, so, so, yeah. Uh, right. that was they go to France, minute, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, hilarious. I wouldn't know about that. That was actually in the news. Wasn't that was it? a real thing that Something. happened in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I kept, yeah, I kept hearing about this thing in it. Whatever. Um, but in this show that I watched all of. Uh, <laughs> One day you're going to wake up uh, and everybody will have gone and you'll have missed the news that said zombie apocalypse coming. Take to the hills. Get on the spaceship now. Where is everyone? <laughs> Why yeah, and I'll wake or... up and I'll <laughs> and it'll be Friday the bloody thirteenth, and everyone will laugh yeah. at me for. <laughs> Somebody will go out and say, "Do you want an ice cream?" Yeah, I'll have a. Um, so the missing, yeah, uh, they go to France. Their son gets abducted, and they're trying to find him. Uh, what the conceit of this film though is it's a kind of does a bit of a true detective in that it kind of flips between like the initial investigation and them digging it up again several eight years later as a bit of a cold case okay. uh, it's cool um the there's some good characters in it uh, the, the there's a french detective uh who's got a bit of a problem with his leg in the future so it's called you, <laughs> no he's uh called uh baptiste uh-huh. julian baptiste and uh, Jason Fleming's in it. Um, basically, it's interesting though because eight years after the initial incident, you're, they're all kind of in different worlds. You know, his wife at the time is now with somebody else, uh, and and you find out how they all meet. Um, there's a few red herrings along the way that causes uh, some moments of uber violence, uh, <laughs> and it's 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 a pretty pretty decent show you know i i i to be honest the reason i watched this was because they were all talking about it at work and yeah, same i was here. like oh i want to be part of that conversation sort of thing. it's a conversation so, about tv and i haven't seen it and it sounds yeah like i was a it. bit like yeah what is this show <clears throat> that people are that i have no knowledge of <clears throat> so yeah i thought it was really good up until the end i thought the the end was shit for me, that basically ruined the whole series. That last episode, right? The f- yeah, it was left on a bit of a. Well, we could maybe make another season of this. Sort well, of not just not just that. Just it's kind of like a bit of a bum note to leave it on. I thought with the, um, I, well, I won't go into it because mm. not everyone will have watched it all yet. But yeah, <clears throat> but it's yeah, it's difficult to go into that really without spoiling. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I do have something else I've been watching. That I, Go on. Uh, okay. Um, BBC Four of there's a new series of the French cop legal thing called Spiral on BBC Four at the moment. It's nearly finished the season, but uh, it's oh, season right. five. <clears throat> um, it, I've watched it since it started with season one, obviously, because that's where they start. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's kind of gritty, and the police are a bit morally ambiguous and the lawyers are a bit morally ambiguous but they usually find a good thing to be solving or helping people out of and uh, I've really enjoyed it it's only like I think it's 10 episodes is it 10 episodes googling googling Uh, I'm there 8 episodes for the first 2 seasons oh wow cool 12 for the last yeah. three but BBC4 will usually put two episodes together at the weekend so you get like two a week um, which is great and uh, it's really good something's happened in season five that I can't talk about if anybody's going to watch it but 
it, wow. Really wasn't expecting it. Made it worth the five seasons worthwhile, definitely. It was pretty it, fucking awesome. I'm just looking at, like, when this came out. It was, like, uh, 2006. They've had, like, sort of a couple years break in between each season, which is Yeah, I think um, I'm fairly sure that BBC4 was late to the party with this, and it was only picked up after the killing and that those kind of things made it big. And Valander, or Wallander, if you're English. Uh, so this was another European one that might work on... BBC Four, and it's it kind of has. I think the first it it aired quite recently in the UK. Um, it's on Amazon Instant Video, but only season four. Is it? If you want to check, I that know out. it's on Netflix. Only season four. So, yeah, Spiral, really good. Check it out. Uh, some really great performances, and. Uh, there is murder mystery, but it's more about the characters and their interactions. And the cops especially are really kind of fun, but not in a her-from-the-bridge kind of way. So, yeah, we're watching that. It's good. Enjoy. And that's with that's all, like, fully in French, right, with subtitles and stuff? Yeah, it's because yeah. it's a French TV show. I, sorry, that was sarcastic. There are, there are a couple of European... There's one with Donald Sutherland, which is like a European CSI. Um... I can't remember what it's called. It's got some other reasonably famous actors in it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure English. if it was just set in... I wasn't no, sure if it was just set it's in all France. Fr- it's or... all French. Definitely all French. So French, France. 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 Um, and just another, just quickly, well, if I may, uh, there's yeah. a new series of episodes started. Um, the thing with Madame uh-huh. Blanc and... What's his name? Mangan. Uh... Stephen Mayen. Yep. And uh, her. And uh, written by David Crane, who did a number of good things in the US. Uh, I completely missed that it started because I don't watch enough terrestrial TV. But it's. I, I believe the shark has been jumped uh, and it should have finished last season. Oh, really? There's, there's still, See, there I'm... are still some funny bits in there, but they are kind of recycling the same shit more than they had done previously so I burned out on season two okay. myself yeah. I, I'd sort of had enough yeah. um, but I did watch all of it because I'm OCD <laughs> <laughs> um, okay that's it sorry something, as you were that's alright no no uh, I, while we're on the subject of comedy I've, I've, I've checked out a new comedy that aired last year on HBO called Silicon Valley I would not want to be Richard right now Having you tell Big Head that he's out? This is going to sound super mean, but the other night he was sleeping. I was just staring at his face. All I could think was, he's utterly useless. Big Head is a man with zero purpose. <clears throat> oh, hi. Hi, Big Head. Hey. How's it going? It's super good right now. Um, I'm just going to maybe like go for a bike ride real fast and clear my head. I'll see you. Bike safe. Yeah, enjoy it. That was nice, guys. He heard everything. That doesn't make it not true. I mean, come on, Richard. As far as Pied Piper's concerned, he's as pointless as Mass Effect 3's multiple endings. I mean, he's a completely useless appendage, and we all know it. Oh, hey, man. Forgot my water bottle. Just gonna grab it, and then probably walk 
right back through one more time. I mean, Mass Effect 3? Harsh. I didn't mean for him to hear it, but it was true. I mean, we all called him a great guy, but he didn't overhear any of that. This is pretty good, actually. Uh, it's written by Mike Judge, who did uh, the genius behind Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's basically about uh, uh, a bunch of geeks that live in Silicon Valley, and they uh, he's got a compression algorithm, uh, and uh, he basically gets pitched by an entrepreneur and there's a bidding war between his boss and this entrepreneur. And they end up basically with a shitload of money uh, and they're all working in a house, as you might imagine. Um, the humour is very geeky. They have jokes that like reference video games like Mass Effect, which made me very happy. Uh, it's a little bit unconvincing at times when there's a love interest that's like so bonkers hot and they're all just so geeky. That doesn't work quite so well Sorry, for me. But are you suggesting that geeks can't get bonkers hot people? Let me just get my um, wife, and you can tell her that to her face. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not sure that you yeah, count as bonkers but, hot, though, and I wouldn't call her a geek. <laughs> hey, you're on fire today, mate. Well, well recovered. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, 10 episodes, 30 minutes each. Doesn't, definitely doesn't outstay its welcome. It's got an arc to it, um, but Which you could streaming watch each episode. It nice. It's on Amazon Instant Video. Okay, cool. Uh, as is most HBO stuff, with the exception of Game of Thrones. That would I be think. Amazon Prime, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Or I think you don't have to have Prime, but it comes with Prime. Yeah, yeah. I think, mm. yeah. Um, but there's a second season airing uh, in April, so that'll probably be on after Game of Thrones, okay. uh, if you're in America. Um, so yeah, that's it. I think that's all we've not been watching. Okay. <laughs> this has been the Not Watching Podcast, in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. Uh, I'm at EboGB, which is E-B-O-W-G-B. And I'm at Wobbly John. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya! Bye-bye, listeners. Coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.